Hey, it's Ali or By the Bitch of Tumblr. Hey, you're back! Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about my altar lantern. I still can't get over the fact that my previous written post on Tumblr wasn't saved in the drafts, so I have to come up with a new entry with the same content. Well, not exactly the same, but as much as possible should be the same. I started using Tumblr as a platform for blogging in high school. However, it was years after I graduated from college when I decided to reblog NSFW contents on my blog. It was just a harmless reblogging account at first, however, it led me to writing my own erotica post while I was heavily engrossed in adult literotica sites locally and internationally at the time. I didn't have much of a following then. I was just a random reblogger of lewd posts, so most people who are following me are just random rebloggers too. However, one of my followers suggested that I post my litero on TTH. I knew hashtag TTH was only for nudes at the time. I didn't actually think people will follow me or will like my stories. I gained some followers from then on, and soon I was part of the NSFW community until recently. During the run of my blog, I've met different kinds of people through my inbox. I didn't have as much messages as the others. I only got the attention of the other people I met when I also started posting things. It was just a pastime. Something that I don't often visit because I have my main blog. Or I think I was pretty busy with work and my then-boyfriend, now-husband. Though I have to admit, that writing stories came about when I was bored and unsatisfied in bed. I have chapters and unfinished books of dirty thoughts and scenarios that I wish could be done to me. That's when Troublemaker debuted in Tumblr before it was published on Wattpad. What was supposed to be an avenue for frustrations of a standalone chapter became a series of different men for a different sexual fantasy, and it didn't stop there. After a few months, I came up with another story and another, and the rest is history. I have five unfinished stories on Wattpad since the birth of Troublemaker. I'm a Scorpio and I'm quite a gullible person. I also like to chat with strangers. I had some loyal followers on that account even if I wasn't that active. It was only recently when it became one of my main blogs. Over the years, I've chatted with different Tumblristas and met some. However, meeting someone when you are anonymous and slowly unraveling who you are in the real world is like having a slap on the face. It's when reality hits you and tells you that being off anon and being anon are two majorly different things. You are anonymous for a reason. Well, you could have presented yourself as yourself, but you didn't. Not because you don't have anything to offer. It's because you catch people's attention and you are anonymous. There are a handful of perks for being anonymous. It takes you to another height of confidence. You'd get to be something you're not 
or something like you, but probably the best or worst version of you. It masters a certain confidence to talk to strangers and be bold enough to ask about things you don't talk about on your first meeting. Having the highest following in a social media is an experience I couldn't forget. Honestly, it has become a safe place for a, or a comfort zone to shed skin like it's normal. It has become a place where the possibility of leaving is not an option. It was where I thought I was appreciated. When in reality, I was just appreciated for the things that I write and post. However, it exuded confidence in me that reality couldn't cover. People like to discover things. Meeting up or showing your personal photo with the kind of content that you have is too much of a risk. It also takes away the mystery of the person behind the blog, behind the mystery. The magic fades once you get discovered or once you let them know who you are, what you look like, and what you do. It's so different. You tend to forget how to pretend like you're something you're not when you're in reality. It just couldn't mix. But humanity fails when people know that you are at their beck and call. Your irrational self will tell you that you've got nothing to lose. Sometimes it goes in your head and you think there's more to it, but some people are meant to break down your walls and catch you off guard. When you thought they'd like you for you, when they just like the persona. Then you forget that in reality, you are someone else. But the thrill of having something non-committal and semi-anonymous, like not really revealing the facts in your life, make it more exciting. You'll only realize that reality is slapping you on the face when you're left alone. So after all that's been said and done, you tell yourself that you don't want any of that to happen anymore. Thus building your walls again for others. Don't get me wrong. I understand why people leave after the magic fades away or things were unraveled and they uncovered the mystery. I also get it when people stop talking to me or sending me messages after knowing that I'm not going to reveal who I am. I can't really please everyone and I can't force them to stay if they can't respect my decision. But I hope that people will understand the scenarios in my head with a simple explanation. Aside from having the blog as a venue for dumping unfiltered thoughts and sexual frustrations, it also became a scapegoat for days or times when I just want to leave and get away. When physically, I can't just get away. Being an altar gave me a validation. People validate that I'm sexy, attractive, smart, witty, and bold. I don't really get to hear that every day, and I don't expect people to just give away compliments just like that. So why revamp the site? I never really thought of it, not even after I confessed that I have an NSFW blog to a priest and I'm accountable for my followers since. I only deleted some posts but never deactivated because I can't. It only made me stop posting for a while and resumed a month after that. It wasn't easy to delete everything because there was an attachment to it. The only time I decided to turn my back away from the blog was when I realized that I was already so engrossed in the interaction I get from my followers.
it was a huge factor to the blog's existence. I was back in the persona versus reality too much that I didn't think anything else matters. It was only a few after a few months when Tumblr notified us of its new policy. I was glad that I don't have to think about where and how am I going to continue doing what I am doing. It was a blessing in disguise, but I'm still wondering where the people went and if they are in Twitter, how are they going to survive once it changes its policy too? If you have questions, please don't hesitate to send it to me on my Tumblr inbox or on my Twitter inbox. I hope that you will continue to listen to my podcast. I also hope to hear from you soon. Yours, Allie.